just, uh, you're a real son of a bitch, you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what, you know, during hard times, I choose humor. Because I don't know how to emotionally regulate myself. I understand, yeah. I'm in the same boat. And, uh, what, and they hit, and, and they hit that much harder comedy, you know? Yeah. It, it really, it's the best medicine. It's like, you only get so much time after a terrible event. What what terrible event are you talking about, Brooks? For comedy. Oh, oh yeah. Because in a week, it won't be fun. It'll just be like, John's been dealing with... Who started that fire, John? <laughs> we don't know. So as the song is uh, fading out, fade that shit out. Get that out of here. I don't know if um, can, uh, play that. Oh, very good. It, this is parody, so we're, yeah. we're covered. Um, I had a fire at my house. A real, authentic fire. Fire truck came and everything. Not even, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will let let me start at the beginning so I can tell the story. So uh, going forward, I'll, I probably won't be on the pod as much. I'll see what I can do, but uh, things are going to be a little chaotic for us for, for my family. So I don't know. Next time I'll be back. I'm here. Uh, you know, very generously, you, your wife, and uh, our friends got us a bunch of stuff because basically everything in our house is ruined and. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll start at the beginning. On Friday night, two days ago, uh, September 29th, my wife and I were going out on a date night. We were going to go see comedian Nicole Byer down at uh, Newark Theater, which is next door to the Schnitz. Yeah, across the I've never been to that. And um, <clears throat> a little bit before we left, probably um, 6.15 Six thirty or so. No, but we left at six fifteen. Amanda, our sister-in-law, super fan Amanda, who's Pasquez, came by and she was watching our kids while wife and I went out on a date. Right before we left, been about yeah six fifteen p.m. Tiny and I were running out the door to go, and we we both noticed an odd smell in the house, like a vaguely burning thing, and. We didn't think too much of it. You know, our neighbor burns wood or our other neighbor cooks outside sometimes. You know, maybe it's a barbecue mm-hmm. smell or whatever. Our house, or our old house is pretty leaky to the exterior air. So we noted a, a, an odd smell, but didn't think too much of it and, and drove downtown. And before the show started, Amanda started, uh, she noticed it as well and gave Tanya a call and was like, hey, do you smell something? She's like, yeah, us too. And she's like, hey, I don't know. And we thought, why don't you check the kids' room? It seemed to be coming from maybe there's like a lamp that has fallen over or a light bulb that's acting up or who knows. Maybe something in the basement. So Amanda checks around, cleans up the kid room, makes sure there wasn't something under a blanket that was causing problems. And didn't find anything. And she had thrown some toys into the closet and closed the door. And around probably 7.15, like an hour later, she opens the kid closet door, and it's full of fire. Bang. Yeah. She runs to the kitchen, gets some water, 
you know what she could she's in panic of course adrenaline's pumping you don't you don't know exactly what to do she runs back throws some fires on it sees that it's that's a futile attempt she doesn't know where her fire extinguisher is we don't have one you know in the bedrooms we have one it's by the Under kitchen the sink it's uh, the it's kind of in the stairwell to the basement not a great spot for it admittedly uh anyway uh, she closes the closet on the fire which was actually ends up being a really good thing and runs out of the kid room she calls 911 they say get everyone out of the house because she has our three kids and her two kids and it's just her the only adult and five children she's in charge of. Uh, Stephen is three. Uh, you know, Andy's three. June is six. Owen's nine. Madison is almost 11. So the oldest kid is 11 or 10, really. And so she calls 911. They said, get everyone out of the house. She's on the, stay on the line until the fire department gets there. So she wrangles all the children out of the house. Luckily, no one was, like, sleeping or in the back rooms or whatever. They were all kind of running around the living room. She gets everyone outside. She's still on the line with 911. And you stay on until the fire department shows up. Somehow, they got there just over three minutes. She took a screenshot of Dang. how long the photo. So, they must have been really close. The station's not far, but they must have been driving around. So, they were there as fast as you could hope for. And the fire, to, uh, the hydrants on the corner. So you didn't they, cover up the hydrant with all the dirt you've been dumping out in the alley. Uh, I, I don't know where that dirt's coming from. It has nothing to do with me. The fire dumped that dirt out. Yeah. There. And anyway, they get back there. They they put out the fire, and I think this is procedure for firemen: is they open all the windows or break the windows that they can't easily open. So the old crappy windows in my back of my house, I'm very sad to report, have been destroyed. They also smashed in the ceiling in the kids' room. Or not smashed in, smashed down. Poked, ripped down the ceiling in the kids' room. Just to make sure that... Make sure there's no fire up there. Yeah, they they tear everything out of the closet and they just douse it with water, right? They're not playing games. They're not going to leave a smoldering fire. This fire is dead out when they leave. They cover all their bases. And uh, in the meantime, while the firemen are fighting, uh, Amanda called us first, or yeah, or she texted nine one one while she was talking to nine one one. She texted nine one one to Tanya, and Tanya tried calling her back and went straight to voicemail because she's on on the line. A uh, Madison, her uh, Amanda's oldest calls my sister uh, my wife <clears throat> and she's not really talking on the phone she's just you know has the phones on and she's just running around screaming with all the kids so my wife gets a phone call of just children screaming our children screaming which is very yeah upsetting yeah. and uh we we were sprinting down the the street to get to the car <clears throat> And um, drove back home as fast as we could, which was, it seemed like it took forever. Uh, while we were driving, our friend Aaron Love, who lives nearby me, actually texted and said, Hey, I saw a bunch of firefighters on your street. Is everything okay? 
Yeah, there's only two houses on yeah, that Yeah, lot. exactly. So, And he knows uh, he lived two doors down at one point. So he knows precisely where my house is. And uh, I ended up texting him later. I said, no, actually, not everything's okay. Our, our house got on fire. But <clears throat> anyway, we, we scream back home as fast as we can and park kind of far away because there's a bunch of fire trucks and just run up the hill. And and the first fireman that we see, Tony, goes, where are the children? And he's like, I don't think there are any kids, which is not a great thing to oh, say. Fuck. Because no, there, there were five children, you know. It's not like, well, whatever. He doesn't know. This is going to be hard for me to tell you, lady. They were in that fire. All of them. And knock on wood. Uh, anyway, I we run up and we see the kids and they're, you know, of course, they're really upset. And scoop them up and hug them and tell them it's going to be okay. And, uh, you know, luckily, nobody, nobody got hurt. And uh, actually, Amanda did trip and hurt her or she fell and hurt her knee it's pretty pretty messed up right now but uh you know no physical damage to everyone emotionally it's been really hard um it, you know it's your house is very personal to you it's a it's a big part of who you are as an adult when you have a house at least for me and uh you know it's very damaging emotionally and so we we stayed there for a few hours because you know the firemen are doing their procedures making sure it's dead out and then a fire investigator comes and he needs to evaluate and write his report before you're allowed to go into the house Mm -hmm. and check it out so for probably two hours we're standing around it's actually kind of cold now kids are cold we don't have any stuff you know we don't have any clothes. Uh, we luckily had some blankets in the van that we were wrapping the kids in. And, but we don't know how bad it is, right? What's the extent of the damage? And, of course, your your imagination runs wild while this is happening. You're just out of your mind with um, worry and concern. And the kids are upset. And, you know, it, it's pretty, pretty rough. And anyway, he finally probably leaves like 930. So, yeah, it's about two hours. He comes out and he, uh, you know, he's asking Amanda some questions. He's asking me some questions. They're trying to piece together a timeline to see what happened, why it started. And as far as I can tell, there was either a toy that started a fire or somehow one of the kids started the fire. And he actually questioned Owen and June. I was there. He didn't take him away from me to question him. And he asked him, do you know where, are there any lighters in the house? Do you know if there are any matches? And we don't smoke or anything, so there's no match or lighters laying around in the house that the kids are playing with. We do have matches outside for our little wood stove. And they were in the wood bin where they're supposed to be. And the lighters are in the garage locked up. And he had me show, show him where those things are where they're at and they were right where they were expected to be so it's incredibly unlikely that somehow one of the kids started it I, that's not really possible and yeah. uh, we might not ever know it's probably just like some random freak event with a toy that just I guess was smoldering for at least an hour something that just you know just some random accident. Random toy that 
batteries defective and caused a little heat yeah. in there and melted and tiny bit of heat next to like a flammable something piece of fabric I, who knows and you know this has only been two days so we don't know a lot yet um, is there a chance uh june has that fire starter power where she can like that's start probably powers? what it is yeah was that like drew barrymore drew barrymore movie she might have a uh, pyrokinesis yeah i think it's called Damn. Let's see. Do you think she has the mutant X gene? Well, Could be. I mean, I can fly. She's half mutant. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm a hairy beast, of, uh, a Hank McCoy type. Anyway, um, yeah, we got the okay to go back inside. I took a video. Uh, I showed you um, that kid room is pretty black, and there's an amazing amount of heat damage. All the toys are melted. The walls peeling. But it was really well contained. Thankfully, Amanda, I mean, we can never repay her for what she's done for us. It's really incredible. None of the kids were hurt. I mean, yeah, she's a hero. Um, she closed that door and it kept it really contained. So In the closet. In the closet. The closet's, of course, scorched. And, and just like the pictures, the bedroom yeah it's like all the plastic stuff's melted because that bedroom's fucked in but the, the rest of the house and it probably was going up the top and it was scorching but like the uh -huh. bottom part of the bunk bed looked fine it looks remarkably fine the main problem now is the smoke that comes out of that shit that's burning is pretty nasty smoke it's not like campfire smoke and it's all in the house so anything soft or permeable is pretty much fucked you know, couches, fabric, and none of that stuff matters. So, I think uh, it's not a, not a, you know, complete loss. The structure is fine. It's just going to be a long, hard process to get things back to order and where we can live in there again. For insurance reasons, yep. Owen's like uh, first edition Master of the Universe collection all melted up. Yeah, all those number one Supermans and Spider Mans. My, uh, you know, my golden Ferrari. That I keep in the kids' room. Uh, just as a well, Owen has a gold, golden Ferrari bed. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Well, I, it's a bunk bed. There's two of them. And all my uh, my Hope Diamond. Uh, the Heart of the Sea is. Yeah, the Heart of the Sea is in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Haha. <laughs> Insurance fraud. Um, and if you can choose in the future, try to have a fire uh, in the week so your insurance company will call you right back because they won't call you on the weekend i wonder yeah i wonder if there's like a, a fire should more really fires. only happen the, during the week you think they would go up on the weekend right because more people are home yeah, yeah home all weekend and yeah so why are so. these insurance agents working on the weekend i know lazy well maybe we just don't have great insurance so as far as next steps, we don't know a lot of what to do next until we talk to insurance. And I said it'll be one to two business days, so it might not even be tomorrow, which is Monday. It might be Tuesday or even, who knows, Wednesday. Uh, customer service is in kind of shambles these days, so it's going to be probably a lot of hurrying up and waiting, sitting around, being anxious. And in the meantime, um, we're very fortunate that we have uh, my mom 
still has the house I grew up in, which we had five kids in there at one point. So there's a lot of extra bedrooms and and a comfortable, safe place for us to stay, which is I'm very grateful for. Um, otherwise, we'd be in a hotel, which would be kind of miserable. Yeah. And this is a nice place. The kids are familiar. And, you know, my mom's incredible helping us. And like I was saying, uh, we have an amazing community of friends, which are is why we're here. Uh, you guys got a lot for us. And cause and Kirsten did a lot for us last night. And Pete came and he's taking care of the rabbit for us. Oh, cool. And what our, are you? What about your cat? Our, our very sweet neighbors. To put food out. Uh, they're feeding her in the garage and you know they took in tanya succulents into their greenhouse to <laughs> take care of our plants because it might be like i said nine months or something so we're crazy. back in who knows i just want to yeah. you know we gotta wait for insurance i just want to get in there rip it out i'm very anxious to do that too i and just want to clean done. it up because you know looking at it in this state is very painful. I want to clean it up. I want to get in there and rip out all the walls and, you know, just strip it down to start building it back up. And it's going to be a while. Uh, there's going to be a lot of waiting and paperwork and this and that. And it's not, none of it's going to happen fast. In the meantime, we still have to live our lives, right? We got to, we don't want to have the kids out of school. So, what about you just take the time? Take the kids out of school, get on a cruise, mm. cruise the world for like the next six months. Okay. I'll take care of this remodel. That's okay. Take care of all the stuff. You come back from your six month Disney cruise. Everything's super perfect. tan. Oh, so tan. Uh, uh, mouse ears that say John on them. I'm super into Disney now. Yeah, you become a Disney adult. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds nice, actually. Well,. I mean, really, what I want is to go home, and I can't right now. For me, it is it is better because, I, in a way, I'm going home because I'm going to where I grew up. Mm -hmm. This is extra hard on my wife because that's not her home, and her home is gone right now. So she's, I, you know, my mom's doing everything to make it comfortable for her, but it's not the same thing. To me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going home to my mom. Like, I, I can deal with that. That's not a big problem for me. I feel relaxed there. And for Tanya, it's not, not her home. She's not relaxed there. It's it's going to take some settling in for her. The kids are adjusting well. You know, they're a lot more resilient. They're, they're doing okay. Um, they're not too upset. But it's very exhausting emotionally and uh, mentally. There's a lot. A lot to deal with. You don't really realize how complex of a life you live until it all gets reset. It's like, okay, now we got to deal with. We got to cancel the garbage service and pause electricity and water. Uh, our internet. Do we tell the bank? What do we do with? I think the insurance tells the bank. Sure, maybe. Well, the bank wants their money. Well, the bank holds the asset for the mortgage but do they care about this does that matter we got to test for lead and asbestos before we can have a general contractor come in who do we hire do they have to be licensed for remediation or not what do we do about 
these clothes? Do we write them off or do we try to recover them? Who does this and that? You know, the list goes on. And it's very overwhelming. It's a lot to deal with. Is there anything you're looking forward to? Is there anything? Well, the hot tub's okay. Yeah. Thank God. You only had that hot tub for nine days. Now it's turned off. It is turned off. There's no power to it. Actually, I did switch on the garage so I could charge the battery for my flashlight because there's no lights on in the house. There's a lot of, you know, melted fixtures, so I I don't want to be... Flicking on a switch and have an arcing. Another yeah. fire. So I did I did go in the basement and turn on the, the garage switch. Uh, uh, but anyway, I'm trying to keep notes and a list of stuff. We got to you know try to get reimbursed. We need to be very careful with how we proceed because the money that we'll get from the insurance, we need it to have a house. We can't not have a house. Uh, we don't want to live in a van. You got a pretty sweet van, though. It is a nice van. Not for five people, though. You could drop off two of your kids at an orphanage. Yeah. And then just take your favorite one and hit the road. That's easy. And uh, just live a rambling life from now on. Just rambling. Mm. I do love the rambling. You have to worry about your house burning down again. What about car fires? Oh, shit. I don't know. Car fires. Uh,. Yeah, so that's where we're at, and hopefully you can have some guest hosts. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get it covered. Yeah. yeah, don't don't worry about us down here, us being me and the basement. <laughs> Basically, I just wanted to uh, do this so I don't have to tell the same story over and over to everyone. So, if people want to, I mean, I've had an enormous outpouring of support from. All our friends and family, my cousins, uh, have all been checking in on me. All the people that, you know, matter to me, um, you know, all my loved ones. And I really, I really appreciate it. Does, uh, do you feel any different about firemen after all this? No, I still hate them. Okay. Yeah. They beat the shit out of my house. They fucking tore that place apart. And hose down everything. All right. They're like, oh, sure, the fire's in this room. I'm just going to spray in this other room a little bit. Yeah. Just dust up John's wardrobe. That's that's old. That's like late. That's early 2000s clothes in there. Just spray it down with retardant. You guys don't have to be that aggressive. But, I mean, they did save my house, I guess. Okay. I'll allow it. Uh, Yeah. Even. Still hate. (laughs) They haven't. Okay, you don't hate all firemen. These ones, I guess, are all right. That's as far as I'll go. These ones specifically, I guess, were okay. Yeah. And they showed up pretty quick. So yeah. thanks, guys. I guess. All out. They're probably in between chili cooking and, and, and jerking each other off. Yeah, of course. Well uh, anyway, yeah. Thanks for having me on. And thanks for everything See? you've done. I know you've been helping out at least emotionally we got some new coats for your kids i know man. we got those new coats I, fuck man every I, toy it just looks so sad in that room every toy's gone yeah i asked i had to borrow or well i don't I'm not giving them back uh cause gave me some socks i was like dude i don't have any socks my feet got wet from those fucking firemen and uh I had wet socks on. I was like, "Cause can I have some socks?" <laughs> it's just—it's little shit that you don't think about. 
that uh, you know when you don't have it, it's it's pretty uh, pretty painful. Well, do you want to go right now and sit in the hot tub? Sit in the hot tub. I was just thinking. Good thing I didn't take my shorts back. Yeah, thank just God. Just talked about that. Yeah. All right, John. All right, brother. Well, thanks for everything, and uh, I love you all. Thank you. Thanks for all the support, everybody. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'll be back. Don't worry. Not not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> Maybe in a week or two. Ah, take, take your time. Alrighty. Bye bye. On a very special episode. I know. Of dun, dun, dun. John got hooked on diet pills. <laughs> 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 bye bye. Bye bye.